Is it safe to say the word, first words that came to my mind this morning when I looked outside were along the lines of holy cow? Mm-hmm. That'd be about right. I woke up about three different times taking a peek outside. Wasn't horrible at 11, and then 12 it was a little worse, and 2 it was worse still. And uh, I cannot believe how wet and heavy the snow is. Some interesting snow sculptures from the wind on my vehicle this morning. We've got over 10,000, just under 11,000 Manitoba Hydro customers without power. So if you do not have power right now, you are not alone. Sometimes misery does love company. We, of course, of course have highway closures. The largest one, I would say, two largest ones anyway, would be the... Trans-Canada Highway from Headingley to Portage La Prairie is closed in both th- both directions, as is Highway 75 from Winnipeg to the border. And we've just learned that all school buses serving all schools in Metro Winnipeg school divisions are done. Schools are open, but the buses will not be running today. So that's going to be a mess, I'm sure. The roads that, that uh, I don't know what the drive was like in for you, Greg. I got to Academy, which had been... Fairly freshly plowed. It must have been very fresh because that road was good. But when I got to St. James Bridge, uh, it was not good. And Route 90 was terrible. As we were approaching the underpass, it was horrible. I couldn't even... I realized as I got to the underpass, I wasn't in a lane. I was just kind (laughs) of... Just trying to freestyling, push. man. Yeah, I was just trying to push through. It was like a slalom. You were you were breaking trail. Yeah, yeah, I really was. So it was uh, it was scary and. there was a guy who had been spun out on Ness at Madison, just in front of the Safeway, and I wanted to stop and help him, but I knew that if I stopped to help dig him out, then he'd probably have to dig me out. I just had to keep my momentum and get into the Polo Park parking lot, which had been nicely plowed already. Yeah, so, so if you can get to Polo Park, yeah. uh, all your parking has been plowed. Monstrous, absolutely monstrous snowbanks, though, as you look out the window just uh, north of Polo Park, where we are at 1440 Jack Blick. As big a snowbanks have we seen all year. John just texted said, where are the snow plows? Nothing's been done. Totally untrue. Yeah. Totally untrue. Uh, snow plows were operating on northbound Henderson Highway on my way in, and I could tell that they'd already plowed southbound and that, that it needed to be done again. It's thick, heavy snow, and so a lot of people are getting the impression or going to get the impression that nothing's been done on major routes. I can tell you that plows have been out. It's not They're doing their best to keep up with yeah. this snow as it comes down. It's not like our traditional light, fluffy snow. It is uh, genuinely like that Southern Ontario snow. Fair to say, Jerry, as we bring behind the glass Jerry in, who is an expert on uh, snowstorms, because our snowstorms, for as big as they can be, are nothing compared to what they get around the Great Lakes in Southern Ontario. You you get that lake effect snow coming off of either one of uh, Lake Erie, uh, Lake Huron, or even Lake Ontario, and it can just be nuts. And it is this heavy snow that we're seeing uh, today. It's just like that. Yeah, I uh, as I was brushing my car off, it was quite heavy. I'm glad I didn't have to shovel it, uh, but I suspect I may end up having to go visit my parents a little bit later and help them out because that's a lot of snow. And indeed, the the, the plows they are out. Uh, and just here's a perfect example at how quickly this the the you could plow the street. And I bet you not even 30 minutes later, it might look like it hasn't been plowed because I brushed my car off. So I brushed off one side, and then I went to the other side to brush it off, and it looked like I. I hadn't done anything. I mean, I realize that's an exaggeration because there was a half a foot of snow on my car, but it had already 
been completely covered and I had to brush it off again. So that snow is falling quickly. The plows are out. Ken Allen with the Public Works Department on Friday spoke with CJOB and said that, hey, we're ready. We're going to tackle this whenever it uh, begins. And they, they're doing the best they can. 4,462 Manitoba Hydro customers without power in the city of Winnipeg right now, almost 1,300 in the city of Brandon, and then a variety of different outages, including, I would say, the RM of McDonald would be the next largest with just over 1,000, almost 11,000 customers without power in Manitoba right now. Keep it locked here. Uh, the highway report, one more time, Trans-Canada Highway from the city of Winnipeg to Portage La Prairie closed. Highway 75 from Winnipeg to the U.S. border is closed. Highway 3 from Carmen to Highway 23 all the way through to Morden to Highway 31. Highway 31 to Manitou all closed right now and you're seeing a variety of different uh, conditions depending on where you are in the province and I believe Highway 10 is also closed from Minnedosa all the way to Dauphin and Highway 16 is closed from Minnedosa to to the Manitoba Saskatchewan border. If you want to call us and let us know if you're seeing anything interesting, you can give us a shout at 204-780-6868. We'd love to hear from you. You can also text us at 204-780-6868. My email is brett at cjob.com. Greg's is gmac at cjob.com. One of the things that I noticed is there were trees that were hanging into the street because they they were just completely covered in the snow, which is heavy. So I'm curious to see what kind of damage is going to be inflicted by this. Hydro clearly is dealing with it and dealing with it quickly because I think as about a, last time I checked was maybe 45 minutes, there were 7,800 customers in Winnipeg without power. So you mentioned it was down to about 4,500. So they are working on that as well. Backling McGarry in the morning on a blizzardy, snowy Monday morning. Very snowy Monday morning. Mackley McGarry with you. Thank you for tuning in. We've got all the information you need keep you safe here. Diana Foxall is on the streets of Winnipeg. We would love your first-hand reports. If you can do it safely, give us a call at 204-780-6868 with your first-hand accounts. Winnipeg Richardson International Airport, cancellations and delays. So if you have a flight out today, make sure you check out their website or give your airline a call. And we also have hydro outages all over the province. Brett McGarry. And Manitoba Hydro's Anthony Coop joins us now live on 680 CJOB to tell us what's happening. Mr. Coop, thank you for taking the time. Good morning, sir. No problem. I appreciate the opportunity. So how many outages do we have currently in Manitoba? We have about 10,000 customers out at this point, as far as we know. How many in Winnipeg? Uh, about 4,000 in Winnipeg, primarily in uh, the St. Boniface, St. Fatale area. And would that be prom predominantly in areas where we've got overhead lines? Anthony, is, is that uh, part of the problem with this wet, heavy snow? That's, that's exactly right. We've got uh, this wet, heavy snow sticking to our lines and uh, causing some difficulties, some outages. Uh, in some cases, we've got wires that have been pulled down, cross arms broken. Um, so we're doing our best to uh, get out to those, those points and, and effect repairs. Um, obviously, outside the city, travel has been challenging between the snow and the reduced visibility. Uh, we're hoping that uh, with daylight, that will improve. But we're certainly asking our 
customers to be patient with us, and we're doing our best to respond as quickly as possible. Yeah, so for as unfortunate as this wet, heavy snow is, it comes with the fortunate benefit of it not being minus 30 outside. And so if you're without power and without heat for a little while, obviously you can stand it a little bit longer than you might otherwise be able to do so. Brett made the observation that when we got in this morning about 4.30, the number Mm -hmm. of Winnipeg was closer to 7,500. So you've already made some progress here this morning, Anthony. Yeah, our crews have been working through the night uh, trying to get the power back on, you know, uh, always working hard, doing their best. Uh, and certainly we uh, we encourage folks as, as they're waking up this morning, and if they find they're without power to, uh, to report it, they can do that online at hydro.mb.ca. That information is very useful uh, to us because the more information we get from our customers, um, the better able we are to pinpoint where the outage is, and that, of course, helps. Uh, speed our response. Otherwise, uh, our crews sometimes have to travel the line to look for the problem. So um, our customers certainly can help us out by reporting those uh, those out, uh, any outages online. Anthony Coop with Manitoba Hydro joins us live on 680 CJOB. Currently just over 10,000 Manitoba Hydro customers without power in southern Manitoba and in Winnipeg, uh, about 4,500 or so. Anthony, are you anticipating further outages? And the reason I ask you this is as I was driving in this morning, I live in uh, Crescentwood, so tons Mm -hmm. of old, big old trees, and many of them were hanging way into the street. So I'm sort of wondering how many of those trees are going to eventually cause some problems on uh, various power lines in the area. Yeah, that's also uh, another issue we have from time or in these kind of weather situations is the heavy snow um, straining those branches and the branches leaning down into our lives and, and causing outages. Um, so I'm not sure what we'll see. I, I, again, I expect that number may go up as people uh, wake up and find they're without power and we get more reports. Um, but uh, again, hopefully with the daylight and a bit of warmer weather, we'll start to see uh, some of that snow uh, melting off the lines. Uh, we are also planning uh, in some situations to send crews out to uh, remove the snow, again, to reduce that strain on the on the uh, equipment and hopefully avoid any further outages that way. Anthony, some really good news over the weekend, that extensive outage out in northern Manitoba where you're actually having to fly the line mm-hmm. via helicopter to see where the problem was. You got that all resolved, uh, I think, yesterday. Uh my understanding was resolved on 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 Friday. I oh, believe, great! Friday Excellent. Evening. Yeah, everybody with all those communities were back on uh, Friday evening. Okay, that was the last tweet uh, I saw uh, from you folks before I went to bed last night. So anyway, we'll uh, appreciate you uh, keeping in touch with us this morning and update us as we can. And uh, once again, if you have a power outage, report it to Manitoba Hydro. It is very helpful to them. Thank you so much. Anthony Coop joining us live this morning on 680 CJOB. Thank you very much, Anthony. And their website as well, super handy for information, hydro.mb.ca slash outages. They have a map where so you can zoom right in to find out which neighborhood is affected. They have a full outage list on their website that tells you exactly how many customers. For example, there are 26 outages in Winnipeg right now, uh, leading to 4,465 customers who are affected, and their Twitter feed is embedded on their website, so that is helpful. We have a traffic note here. Um, Casey alluded to some transit issues for traffic, uh, a couple of stuck buses. So uh, one bus on southbound Selkirk, just west of Salter, 
The bus has swung out, and its front end is blocking uh, eastbound lane and part of the sidewalk. Uh, so again, that's on southbound Selkirk, just west of, of Salter, blocking eastbound lane, part of the sidewalk. And then another stuck bus, nor, uh, McGregor, northbound curb lane at Selkirk. So McGregor, northbound curb lane at Selkirk, stuck bus. And yeah, that's one of the things I noticed when I was driving in on Route 90. If you're just tuning in and didn't hear me talk about this earlier, um, I was... I was kind of flailing around in the car, and I wasn't going fast. I think I was doing 35, and it felt like I was uh, i was not sure that I was going to make it to into the, the Polo Park parking lot, which had been nicely plowed. And, uh, of course, people are criticizing the city right now. I think that that's a little unfair. The plows are out. They're out there. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of snow that has fallen and continues to fall. So they're out there. They're doing the best to clean up the, the main streets. Another area getting Im- impacted, Greg, is the airport. Yeah, it would be uh, nothing worse than uh, trudging all the way to the airport to find out that your flight has been cancelled. So uh, let's head out to the airport ourselves uh, on your behalf so you don't need to do it. Tyler McAfee is from the Winnipeg Airports Authority. He is Director of Communications and Public Affairs. Good morning, Tyler. Good morning. You uh, have one of the best websites in the business, www.waa.ca, but to save some folks uh, some aggravation, uh, what's going on at the airport this morning? Well, just like the rest of the city and the rest of the province, we uh, saw some snow last night, which made some tricky conditions. Our crews were out uh, running up and down the runways uh, as often as they could last night to keep things open. So the airport uh, is certainly still open. Flights are coming and going. Uh, we did see a few flights canceled last night. So what some of the airlines will do is they'll actually proactively cancel their flights, uh, anticipating that they may have trouble getting in or the flip side of that, you know, that plane comes in and then needs to go out. So uh, we saw about five cancellations last night of inbound planes. And then we also saw one flight divert actually back to Calgary. Yeah, I'm just looking at the departures list right now. There were a couple of WestJet flights that were canceled this morning, a Calm Air flight, which was canceled. And I saw also on, on Twitter, somebody was saying, trying to get wheels up Winnipeg to Toronto, but the baggage door on the plane is frozen shut. Is, the, is that something you folks have been dealing with this morning as well, problems with the equipment? There was one plane, actually, that flight to Toronto, where they had trouble getting the uh, the luggage loaded. So I'm not sure if it was an issue with the aircraft or um, the loading equipment or which. But yeah, I'm aware of the one flight this morning that was going to Toronto that had some challenges with their luggage. So the overall advice then, Tyler, as per usual, check with your airlines, keep locked in to the uh, Winnipeg uh, Airport website, and uh, you can always sign up for those digital updates, right? Yep, absolutely. The other thing is give yourself lots of time. So it's going to take a little longer to get to the airport today through the city. Uh, So give yourself lots of time to get to the airport. One of the big um, anxiety points for people when they're traveling is just time management. So if you give yourself lots of time, that certainly helps. Now, uh, sometimes I'm I'm a pretty seasoned traveler. If I'm going to the U.S., when do you expect that I should be at the airport and starting the process of uh, getting checked in and going through customs and a similar question for if I'm traveling domestically? So minimum time is an hour and a half. So we recommend, you know, between two and two hours and an hour and a half if you're traveling um, to the U.S., uh, if you're traveling domestically, you should give yourself at least an hour. Uh, like I said, though, give yourself extra time to get to the airport this morning. I mean, that's going to be, um, you know, that's going to be half the battle today. Tyler, thank you for this. All right, thanks.
Tyler McAfee is Director of Communications and Public Affairs for the Winnipeg Airport Authority. And uh, we're also, let's see here, just getting an email. I see St. John's Ravenscourt School. Uh, I'm getting in touch from St. John's Ravenscourt School regarding our morning buses being cancelled. The bus service has been cancelled for St. John's uh, Ravenscourt, but the school will be open for classes. But we are advising students to only travel if it is safe to do so. So that's coming in from St. Uh, John's Ravenscourt. Also, just a quick update. Greg mentioned that uh, WAA website is great. WAA.ca. Right there on the homepage, you can see links to arrivals and departures. Another great website, hydro.mb.ca. And they am just looking at their update. Uh, Winnipeg now, last report, last time we talked, Greg, on this, about 4,500 people in Winnipeg without yes. power. Customers, pardon me, 4,500 customers of Manitoba Hydro. That's down to uh, just over 3,900. So they're working on it. And the overall list is uh, 9,934 customers in Manitoba without power. It's shrunken by about a third since 4 o'clock this morning. It was up to close to 15,000. And one more website for you if you're interested on keeping up to date on the highway conditions, Manitoba 511.ca. You can see a map there. And if you're not comfortable with the map... Uh, they also have a text report that will list out for you all the closures, including right now Highway 1 from Winnipeg or Headingley all the way to Portage La Prairie and from Winnipeg south on Highway 75 to the U.S.-Canada border. We are going to qualify our first win local with 680 CJOB contestant in a moment. But before we do that, we have a huge list of school closures and Bus cancellation, so why don't we get into that? Uh, Greg, you want to start us off with that? Absolutely. School buses serving Metro Winnipeg school divisions are all cancelled today. Schools are open. Metro Winnipeg, that's St. James Assiniboia, River East Transcona, Louis Riel, Seven Oaks, Winnipeg School Division Number 1, Pembina Trails, and DSFM, Manitoba School for the Deaf, no buses, Calvin Christian School, no buses, school open, and Sergeant Tommy Prince School, no buses running. All schools closed in the following divisions. Turtle Mountain, Borderland, Lord Selkirk, Southwest Horizon, Sunrise, Seine River, Interlake, Evergreen, Red River, Pine Creek, Lakeshore, Prairie Rose, Garden Valley, Hanover, and many DSFM schools canceled outside the city. List again at cjob.com. Buses are canceled for DSFM school in the city of Winnipeg. We also have Children of the Universe Learning Center in St. Anne closed. Beauxjour Kids Center, Happy Time Nursery School, Lactabonny Children's Center, Springfield Tiny Tots, Balmoral Child Care Center, Kids Corner Infant Child Care, Taché Community Daycare, Dougal Daycare, Toulon Daycare, and Toulon Daycare School Age Program, along with Prairie Sky Child Care Center in Eli. And uh, other closures, Magellan Aerospace Rockwood Plant is closed for today and uh, Wasso Day Service Transportation. And I just thought of something. Um, you know how I used to refer to kids as uh, master? Yes. So uh, would, the, would the boys and that in the children of the universe be the masters of the universe? <laughs> I think maybe you're right. They could be. <laughs> or messers of the universe in plural. I'm not exactly sure. E-Man and work. the masters of the universe. <laughs> Sorry. One of our uh, regular listeners is a huge fan of the masters of the universe. So I just, she's always taking pictures with Skeletor. So I thought I'd give her a shout. Okay. Do we have uh, some sort of drum roll or something here? Or are we just jumping right into this? I, here, hang on. Let me, let me just 
That's my tummy. 680 CJOB wants you to win local. You could win our grand prize from local Winnipeg businesses, including our Winnipeg Blue Bombers fan experience, two tickets to a game dinner for two at the Pinnacle Club, pre-game on-field experience, meet and greet with the players after the game, and a collection of gift cards from some of uh, Winnipeg's most outstanding local businesses. $2,000 gift card for Take Us for Granite, $500 gift card to Thermia, and the list goes on. You know what? We'll give you more details in a moment, but we got to get these callers on the line. Caller number nine at 204-780-6868 will be the qualifier. Again, 204-780-6868. We're looking for caller number nine. Other things included in the grand prize. $500 gift card to Furniture Villa Brand Source. $500 gift cards for Rona, Vita Health, a spa ex- experience at Pocapaca Spa. $500 gift card to Bill Knight Flooring and $1,000 cash. And every qualifier also wins a $50 gift card to one great city brewing company. Ninth caller through, you could be joining all of us at our grand finale event on Monday, April 9th at One Great City Brewing Company. And all you have to do is be the ninth caller through, and then we're going to bring you on the air and find out from you, what is your favorite Winnipeg landmark? We've got a couple for you to choose from. The Forks, maybe it's Portage in May, maybe maybe it's the Ledge, or you have something else. That's your favorite Winnipeg landmark. Macklin McGarry this morning. We have 30 seconds. Larry, what is your favorite Winnipeg landmark? Is it for the Forks, Portage in Maine, the Ledge? Or something of your own choosing? Uh, the Forks. Why is it the Forks? Uh, because there's a hub of activity. Uh, there's so many different things to to do there. And so many great things to eat. Hey, Larry, stand by. Behind the Glass, Jerry's going to get your details. You are the first qualifier. All Win right. local with 680 CJOB. Hey. Oh. One of the biggest challenges in this snow is actually managing to get out of your parking spot or to get out of your driveway, Brett. And second of all is not to get stuck along the way. Yeah, it's inevitable that more than a few vehicles will be needing a tow today. So that could mean a busy day for our friends at CAA. To tell us more, we're joined live on 680 CJOB now by Liz Kulik with CAA Manitoba. Liz, good morning to you. Good morning. How'd you get to work this morning, Liz? You make it okay? Snowshoes, what'd you do? You know, I haven't left yet. I'm uh, my I brushed off my car. I've been thinking about it. I actually left my car on the front street last night, which normally isn't always a good idea in the winter. But I think I'm ahead of the game because uh, it's going to be more passable. It's the driveways that people are going to be having problems with. Um, my colleague that I work with at CAA actually just sent me an email and said, "I don't think I'm making it into work today because her driveway is pretty long and she's already been shoveling for an hour and doesn't look like she's going anywhere." So. Uh, people definitely want to get to work, but it's not going to be happening for everybody today. So what sort of mode do you go into on a day like today, Liz? Have you got extra contractors on standby? Have you got, like, uh, give us a, an idea of what the weekend's been like, because we knew that this snow has uh, been in the forecast, and we knew it was coming for about four days now. Yeah, absolutely. And on, when we know that the weather event is coming, what we do is give the guys a break a couple days before, right? So Saturday and Sunday were just a normal day. Um, we 120, 130 people calling around the province, which isn't really that many. So we give the guys a break and we get all hands on deck on Monday. So everybody's in tow trucks today and uh, deck trucks and, and the heavier duty vehicles. So the battery trucks probably will get busy at some point during the day. But from the call that I just had from our supervisors, it's uh, pretty much every single person is looking for a winch. They're stuck. 
Oh, really? So, yeah, because yeah. I, I noticed uh, one vehicle, uh, for those just tuning in, as I was coming in this morning at around 4 a.m., I noticed one vehicle that had spun around on Ness at Madison, for example. A guy had a shovel in his hand. He was digging himself out. But that's, I would imagine, the kind of situation that uh, your drivers will be dealing with today is people who have just gotten hung up in the snow on whatever streets. Well, right, and it, the snow is heavy, and that's the big thing, right? If it's this much snow, but it's that light kind of snow, then it's easier for people to get out, and once they get going, it's good. But these, this is the kind of snow that if you stop or slow down, that's when you're going to get stuck. So even if you do get out of your driveway, make sure to stick to the main roads as much as possible. That'll probably uh, increase your chances of getting where you need to go. And, I mean, gosh, just brush off your car, because what's going to happen is we're hovering around that freezing temperature, right? So if you've got snow on top of your car, if ice forms, you know, between your hood and that snow, it's going to turn into a big blanket of ice that could just slide off your car at any moment when you're driving. So um, brush off every single part of your car. I know it's still snowing, but it's a good safety tip that we all really should be thinking about. All right, Liz, uh, how do people get in touch with CAA if they need to? Well, I mean, you just call us on the number in the back of your card, 262-6000, or uh, online is always the quickest and easiest way, or download our app. All right, Liz, thanks for this. Uh, we appreciate yeah. it. And, uh, yeah, I guess if you have the option to stay home, I think it's one I would be exercising today. Stay home and stay off the highways. It sounds like that's pretty crazy out there. And uh, if you do need to go out on the highways, check out uh, camanitoba.com slash roadmaps, and you can see, or sorry, road cameras. And you can see shots of highways from all over the province. I guarantee I could pretty much predict what you'll see, though. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. We always appreciate the time. Yeah, good. Good luck. Take care, guys. All right. Thank you very much, Liz Kulik, CAA Manitoba. Just looking out the window here at Polo Park just a few moments ago, I said it looks like the snow had stopped here, but it has started again. Mm-hmm. Liz raised an interesting point there by by the when she referred to the colleague who is shoveling out the driveway and probably not going to make it because the driveway is blocked. And it just made me wonder from a, from a perspective of if the roads are impassable, I kind of get that. But if your driveway is impassable, is that reason enough? And I, <laughs> I almost feel bad just posing the question. What are you going to say? But is that re- a valid reason to stay home? Yes. Why? Because some people just can't get out. And even if you can shovel the driveway, maybe the side streets are blocked. But if, what if they're not? If the street's been plowed, and you, then it's your—is it not your responsibility to get yourself out of the driveway that you chose to move into? Well, there's some of that, absolutely. Unless, I, unless there's a unless there's a problem physically, but if you're an able-bodied person and you choose to live in a home with a big driveway, great big long lane, as they call it in the country, I think that's your—that's on you to well, get yourself out. Well, you know what? You know who will have an opinion on this? Hal, Hal Anderson, standing by. Hi, Hi, Al. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, boys. How are you? Not doing too badly. How about yourself? Uh, I am just driving northbound on uh, in the South Osborne area. And you know what? Right from my home uh, south of the perimeter, the plows have been everywhere. Like, they have done a really good job considering we're, you know, quarter to eight. They have done a great job clearing uh, all the all the streets or certainly all the major thoroughfares, but I think the point that's been made several times is absolutely correct. You may have the hardest time getting out of your parking space or your driveway or your side street, but once you're on major uh, routes, it's not that bad. It's it's nothing we haven't dealt with, uh, you know, in the middle of winter 
uh, in Winnipeg before. So, uh, but but I, I will. I'm in a four wheel drive, and so you know, I'm I'm feeling like I'm I'm pretty confident. I'm okay. And then on Dunkirk, about seven or eight minutes ago, I went to stop. Traffic had kind of backed up. And I hit a spot that was like a skating rink. So don't get too confident out there. The conditions are interesting. They're definitely uh, different as I've gone along here over the past uh, 15 or 20 minutes. And when I passed the south uh, perimeter, that's the one I kind of wanted to let you guys know about. South perimeter, it looked like people were traveling pretty good and, and the plows had been there too. So all things considered, I think it's a, it's a pretty good start uh, but as you mentioned, Brett, the snow is falling again, so we'll see how much more we get. Great report, uh, Hal. You might have a future at this uh, traffic reporting thing. Hey, well, is, the, is the gig open? I'm interested. Well, really? Because you don't have enough to do? <laughs> yeah, Hal's working Monday to Friday, and then, oh, and Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Right. And he's yeah, going to be the I'll traffic tra- guy I'll in the morning. I'll do traffic reports on my own show. That that'll be that'll be a new level. <laughs> Hal, thanks for this, my friend. We'll see you in a little bit. Thank Hal Anderson joining us uh, from the streets of the city of Winnipeg. He's in South Osborne Village, and of course, he'll be on the air from one o'clock until four o'clock this afternoon, right here on six eighty CJOB. Yeah, he's a machine. He just never stops working. He just works every single day. It's a lot. Traffic is the big story of the day, along with the weather. Getting multiple text messages right now. One about Provence Boulevard is not plowed right, and it's getting uh, backed up. This is at 780-6868. And uh, on Nairn, we've got a car stuck. Nairn westbound at Chester. One lane on Nairn. Plows didn't do a terrific job. Multiple cars stuck. Once again, that's from listeners at 204-780-6868. I know that I saw snowplow out at 3.30 this morning and they've been uh, on the streets uh, well let's find out when they started their work. Cheryl Anderson is acting manager of streets and maintenance for the city of Winnipeg. Uh, I'll say good morning Cheryl. Good morning. What time did uh, plows get out there uh, last night early this morning? Yeah, we've been monitoring the system, so we were ready for it when it came. We had our uh, spreaders out at first when the, it first started snowing at, uh, last evening, and then we switched to our truck plows around midnight when it started to get a heavier accumulation. We had probably the heaviest snowfall fell between midnight and 6 a.m. How many times or how many passes have they had to do on the main streets? Because I would imagine one pass probably wasn't good enough in many cases. Yep, they've done, uh, the majority of the streets have had one pass and we will be redoing that today during our our assessment. They'll be going down with the truck plows later today. And uh, and when will we know about a potential residential plow, etc.? Sort of set up the priorities for us, if you would, Cheryl, and how those decisions get made. Yeah, well, currently, we uh, last night we focused on our main routes and thoroughfares, which we consider our priority one network. And during the rush hour, we moved to our priority two network, which is our bus routes and, co- and collectors. And then we will refocus onto our main routes during the day. As we're anticipating some more accumulation today, we'll be assessing our residentials and alleys at, later on. Cheryl Anderson is our guest, acting manager of streets maintenance for the city of Winnipeg. And Cheryl, the declared snow route parking ban was in effect this morning from midnight until 7 a.m. Will it be in effect uh, tomorrow night into tomorrow morning as well? Yes, it's in effect, it's in effect until Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. 
And uh, as far as uh, residential ban, uh, parking ban, if needed, how much notice uh, is typically given for that? You know, we'll be assessing that later today, and we should have have something out later today if we're, if we're going to do the residential plow. All right, Cheryl, we have a note here as well that uh, folks should be putting out their garbage and recycling as usual. As far as you know, uh, that collection is uh, ongoing as usual? Yep. Um, if Monday is your collection day for recycling and garbage, please place your card out as per normal. Okay. Cheryl Anderson, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We do appreciate the time and the access. Cheryl Anderson is Acting Manager of Streets Maintenance for the City of Winnipeg, and we are getting a variety of text messages. Uh, Ward says that uh, Plessy, um, Plessy could use a plow. It says 59, not plowed. Grassy, not plowed. Springfield, not proud. Our bus route through Lakeside Meadows not plowed. Now, it's possible, Ward, that the plows have already been through. For example, when I drove in at 4 in the morning, Academy had been recently plowed. And I say recently because Harrow was was quite messy. Academy had been recently plowed, but it was messy, and I could feel it as the snow was accumulating. It was So I would imagine by now... It probably looks like it hasn't been touched. Yeah, I'm looking out at the Polo Park parking lot here where crews, for a variety of reasons, prioritize their private companies. They That is their lone job, basically, in the winters to keep the parking lot clear. We have as big a snowbanks as I've seen all winter in the middle of the parking lot outside our window. And if you look at the actual parking lot, it looks as though it really has not been touched. So we've had a lot of snow here, and it begs the question in my mind one more time we discuss this quite often brett at what point do we get in the game of emergency uh snow situations and and even uh, a situation where we where we have a genuine snow emergency like they do in many major centers across north america and we say hey if you're not on this list you don't come in to work today and, and i think today is one of those days where there are going to be a bunch of people on the roads that simply do not need to be out, and it's going to cause way more problems than it's worth. What do you think it would take for schools in Winnipeg? Because the list of school cancellations is huge, and you can go to cjob.com if you missed it a few moments ago. Uh, But the list of uh, school closures outside the city is massive. The list of daycare closures outside the city is massive. The city, all the school buses in the city, so no school buses, but you still got to go to school. So what would it take? Which is actually adding cars to the road, right? Yeah. And adding traffic volume on side streets around schools that aren't traditionally uh, as busy. Yes, lots of people drive their kids to school, but now people who don't have bus service are kind of, they're feeling the pressure to get their kids to school. I don't know what it would take because in 1986, when we had the blizzard in November of 86, was the only time I remember in the city of Winnipeg in my all my years of public school, I was in grade 11. That was the only time that I remember school being closed was in 1986. They let us out a little bit early on the Thursday or the Friday, and we had the uh, Remembrance Day long weekend uh, following that. We didn't go back to school till Tuesday or Wednesday. Only time I remember school being canceled. And then April 5th, 1997, that's when the, the spring blizzard began from that year. I was 
not in school at the time, so I don't remember if that had any effect. Yeah, you have to imagine that, but if you uh, forgive my lack of knowledge in that one, if you shoot me a text at 204-780-6868, if you know if schools were affected, because I know that uh, buddy of mine who lived in East St. Paul, who worked with me at Taco Bell, he ended up having to stay with me for three days because his car was parked on Hoka in Transcona and a plow didn't come down there until, you know, for three days because the everything was so busy. One, two, three. Right now it is time for Three Things with Shanna Lee Vidal. Very busy morning, our content producer here outside in the 680 CJOB newsroom, and you have concocted three memories of snowstorms past. Good morning, Brett. Good morning, Greg. I know a lot of us are going to be spending a good chunk of time digging out from today. It took me quite a while to shovel my car out of the driveway. Yes, I, me I, too. I mean shovel. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> so I thought, uh, and this past weekend was the, uh, coincidentally, the anniversary of the blizzard of 1966. Uh, it happened on uh, it happened March 4th, 1966, so that would have been 52 years ago. It was a huge snowstorm that swept through the city, uh, shutting it down in a matter of hours. And it was one of the worst blizzards ever on record. So the mega blizzards forced buses to stop running. Snowmobiles had to take doctors and nurses to work. Get this, more than 1,500 people were stuck downtown and slept overnight inside Eaton's and the Bay. They used to sell beds and furniture there, so it would have been kind of a cozy kind of situation, I suspect. That'd be a fun way to spend the night. I know. It could have been worse ways. There's some, there were some pretty good restaurants it's, there back no, in the day, too. Back, back in the day. And a malt shop down in the basement. The malt shop was, I love the malt wheel. shop. They had the Timothy E room and it was, at Eaton's. It, and it was a good thing. They had, they had a place me. to stay because they people couldn't get up because snow drifts buried cars uh drifts were so high they're up drifted up to the, to the rooftop that's what the uh weather network is reporting and it was also considered responsible for the deaths of two men who uh, died of heart attack while walking to their homes at the height of the storm so yeah. have to be careful out there yeah and, and and cardiac health you know what if you shouldn't be shoveling snow don't be shoveling snow it is as heavy as you will get in terms of snow so you know call on a neighbor or a or one of your kids or grandkids to be shoveling. If you if you you know are on the borderline about whether or not you should be picking up a shovel, don't do it. You know, save save uh, your own life and save a whole lot of hassle uh, by by putting that shovel down today. So the next one, 1966, or 1986, mm-hmm. Winnipeg was hit with one of the biggest snowstorms in the city's history. It was November 7th. Winnipeg received its first major snor- snowfall of the season. The, that snowfall turned into a blizzard that lasted two days, and it was the largest snowstorm to hit the city since 1935. Now, from November 7th to the 9th, we got 38, 35.8 centimeters throughout the city. And the early storm caused the city to shut down for a massive snow clearing effort. Flights were grounded, cars were stuck in snow blank banks, and snowmobiles even t- uh, took over city streets. And of course, essential services such as hospitals were able to remain open, and volunteers used uh, snowmobiles to shuttle hospital staff back and forth. Yeah, and uh, I mentioned 1986 is the only time I remember school ever getting shut down. I got my uh, driver's license the day before. On November 6th, we got sent home early from school on the on the 7th, 
and didn't go back to school, I don't think, until the Wednesday the following week. So, uh, And in terms of heart attacks, my great aunt had a heart attack shoveling oh my goodness. her front driveway in that storm. So, like, you know, if you don't need to do it, if you can find somebody else to do it, can't stress that nope, enough. Be careful. Safety, safety first, and take care of yourself. Now, the last one, this one is, is more recent, and it was 1997. Winnipeg was hit by a massive, this was a spring blizzard. This one's important because it was the catalyst to what we call the flood of the century. Nearly 50 centimeters of snow fell over a four-day period. On April 5th, 1997, the storm rolled in, lasted 24 hours, brought the city to a halt. The relentless whiteout forced drivers to abandon their cars on the roads. Traffic lights toppled over, airplanes were grounded, hundreds of travelers were stranded at the airport, every highway and school shut down, ambulances were even assigned a front end loader to help them to help them get them through those massive snow drifts and uh, spring temperatures also made the snow wet and heavy causing hydro lines to snap and roofs to collapse under the weight yeah similar uh, weight of snow as we have today i was in las vegas i lived in uh, verdon bc at the time and i was coming home and i saw a flight to winnipeg canceled and a bunch of Winnipeggers playing cards and uh, passing the time waiting to come home. And I think the airport was was closed for uh, more than 24 hours, which is very unusual in our part of the world. Shanalee Vidal, thank you very much. We appreciate that. And uh, we're not going to pause just yet uh, behind the glass, Jerry. A uh, couple of quick things on that, that blizzard of 97. Um, when it first started falling, Greg, do you remember? It was it was snow like I don't know that I've ever seen. It was It was almost like like sand. It was more like a really hard grains. It made it hard to shovel because you couldn't even dig your shovel into it. It made it hard to drive on it, hard to walk through. Do you remember that? No, it wasn't here. Oh, you were, was, were you in BC? Yeah, I was living in BC and I was actually in Las Vegas uh, when this all went down. So uh, yeah, I, I, that right. storm is absolutely legendary. Okay, yeah. Well, so I remember that being a problem. My sister actually got stuck in her car just at the end of our back lane and it was really hard to dig her out because it was bizarre snow and we're getting conflicting reports on whether or not schools closed right because you asked that question because you couldn't remember for sure we got one what you got an email and we got a phone call yeah we got a text message from someone who says they worked for the Winnipeg school division and that school was closed for three days because that April 5th 1997 was a Saturday so I wasn't sure what the expectation would have been come Monday morning should uh, I figured buses would be closed, but maybe the kids still had to get to school. So one person says the schools were closed for three days, and then behind the glass, Jerry took a phone call from somebody that said that schools were open, but the buses were, clo- were not working. So still don't know the answer to that one, <laughs> so you can let us know. All sorts of text messages, pictures, emails, conversation about the state of the roads in the city of Winnipeg this morning. Highway conditions, of course, a big topic of discussion as well. We've got Highway 75 closed between Winnipeg and the U.S. border. Highway 1 from Headingley to Portage La Prairie is closed. Section of Highway 3. Highway 12 was closed earlier. I have to double check that one right now. Highway 7 is closed up towards Toulon. And uh, we've got a variety of outages as well with Manitoba Highway. Uh, pardon me, Manitoba Manitoba Hydro, Brett. Yes, we do. The uh, looks like they've made some progress. They are continuing to make progress. We have in Winnipeg, 31 outages affecting 25, almost 2,600 customers. And in Manitoba, they are reporting at hydro.mb.ca, 336 
outages uh, for a total of uh, 8,600 customers affected, which, by the way, reminds me, I need to pay my hydro bill. Otherwise, I might be one of those customers <laughs> I affected. I don't think be a, that'll be on this list. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you delinquent. <laughs> uh, now, we spoke earlier with Anthony Coop from Manitoba Hydro about how the wet, heavy snow is affecting some customers. But, uh, this wet, heavy snow sticking to our lines and uh, causing some difficulties, some outages. Uh, in some cases, we've got wires that have been pulled down, cross arms broken. Um, so we're doing our best to uh, get out to those those points and, and affect repairs. Um, obviously, outside the city, travel has been challenging between the snow and the reduced visibility. Uh, we're hoping that uh, with daylight that will improve, but we're certainly asking our uh, customers to be patient with us, and we're doing our best to respond as quickly as possible. Coop says crews have been working hard throughout the night to get power back on and early this morning. Uh, and certainly we, uh, we encourage folks as, as they're waking up this morning and if they find they're without power to uh, to report it, they can do that online at hydro.mb.ca. That information is very useful uh, to us because the more information we get from our customers, um, the better able we are to pinpoint where the outage is. And that, of course, helps uh, speed our response. Otherwise, uh, our crews sometimes have to travel the line to look for the problem. So um, our customers certainly can help us out by reporting those, uh, those out, uh, any outages online. That's Anthony Coop. He's with Manitoba Hydro, keeping us up to date on things Manitoba Hydro and outage-related. We have 8,635 customers throughout the province, and we're down to just under 2,600 customers in the city of Winnipeg without power as we speak, Brett. And question of the day at cjob.com. If school buses aren't running in Winnipeg, and they're not, by the way. No school buses in Winnipeg for Metro Winnipeg. So that refers to St. James, Assiniboia, River East, Transcona, Louis Riel, Seven Oaks, Winnipeg, Pemina Trails, and DSFM. Also a uh, number of uh, private institutions as well. Faith Academy, no buses, but the school is open. All the schools still open, by the way, in Metro Winnipeg. Uh, MBCI, transportation cancelled for today. St. John's Ravens Court. We'll give you the full list coming up. Uh, in just a few moments here. But question of the day, if school buses aren't running in Winnipeg, should school be cancelled? Yes or no? Question of the day, by the way, for Credit Aid, helping Manitobans get out of debt since 1992. Visit creditaid.ca or call 204-987-6890. So, Greg Mackling, if you're up at cjob.com answering the question of the day, if school buses aren't running in Winnipeg, should school be cancelled? Would your answer be yes or no? My answer would be an absolute yes. You have folks that have their kids take the bus for a reason, first and foremost, either because it's uh, uh, impossible for their kids to get to school otherwise, or there's a great distance uh, needs to be traveled, or other logistics get in the way. There's a reason why people choose or need to have their kids take a bus to school. And if now all of a sudden you're putting people, pressure on people to get their kids to school, whether it be in a car or otherwise, you're creating traffic that normally isn't in and around a school. And for as many schools as are on major routes, most of them are not on major routes. So now you're adding extra cars in and around schools, on side streets, priority two or priority three 
roads that have yet to be cleared. And in a situation like this, on a snowy day like today, we should be encouraging people to drive less, not more. So uh, it really becomes a little bit of a quandary for folks. And I suspect there are many people out there who are taking the initiative and saying, you know what, I'm just keeping my kids home today based on the information perhaps that school buses are not running. But what then, and, and I, I come at this, for, like I don't have any skin in this game, I don't have kids, uh, but if you if you got to go to work and suddenly your kids are not going to school, right. what do you do then? What well, if your kids it, aren't old enough to, to stay home alone? Well, then I guess you're pulling a sick day like you would if their kids were sick, right? Yeah, there has to be a balance. Uh, that's one of the challenges of being a parent and having a job. You have to balance things out. You have to decide uh, what point do you get grandma and grandpa involved. Do they go and stay with a friend? Um, and if you can get to work, then yeah, then you can probably get your kids to school without question. So maybe that's part of the justification for not closing the schools. Like I said earlier, I can only remember one instance in my entire 12 years in public school in Winnipeg uh, of having the schools closed, and that was in 1986. I don't remember it ever happening any other time. So it's very rare that it happens. Should it happen more? Would that reduce some of the some of the traffic on our streets? Would it allow the city to plow our streets more effectively? Or is it just a Winnipeg thing? Hey, you know what? We don't close for anything. What do you think? Should we want to open the phone lines and ask uh, people for a I'd couple minutes I'd love to here? hear what people think. Well, behind the glass, Jerry, why don't we crack open the lines here and ask uh, our 680 CJOB listeners, what do you think? If school buses are not running in Winnipeg, should school be cancelled? Yes or no? We'd love to hear your feedback. And uh, we're asking for your opinion. You can call us right now at 204-780-6868. We saw that we had a couple people on hold and they've since had to abandon ship, but you can call us back right now at 204-780-6868. We're going to start with Leslie, who is a school bus driver. Leslie, good morning to you. Thanks for calling us. Oh, you're welcome and good morning. Um, as far as school buses uh, being cancelled, a great idea, but you're putting the onus on the parents who are going to be driving their children to school, and the majority of children that take a school bus is for the simple reason it's a long way to the school. And so it's also putting added pressure, as you mentioned, to not only get your kids to school, but now it's putting adding pressure on an already strained street system that's clogged with snow. Oh, for goodness sake, yes. My husband took the transit bus to uh, the airport today and three buses were stuck. So he ended up walking from Portage to the airport. Oh, my goodness. So why would, Leslie, why, if if the school is opened... Why, like, what, what prompts the decision to, to cancel the buses? If they're going to stay open and they expect people to come in, then why is the expectation not on the division that, to keep the buses running? It's not, the, uh, it's not always the division's um, call on that one. Um, school buses will get stuck and children will be stuck on the bus anywhere up to a couple of hours. And it happens. So it's a safety thing then for the kids? It's a safety thing, and it's also safety for everybody else. Like, if you're driving your child to school in your personal car, you've probably got three little ones with you that you're also driving to school. So that puts the onus on the parents to drive those children to school, all of them, to get them there. And that's added pressure on the children and the parents. They should 
close the school. Thank you, Leslie. We appreciate that. Uh, we've got jam-packed phone lines, 780-6868, lots of text messages as well. Several people saying, hey, shouldn't that just simply be the cutoff? If the buses are cancelled, so are, so are classes. Leslie, thank you again for that call. We very much appreciate it. Let's go next to Paulette, who's been waiting a little while. Hey, Paulette, what do you think? If school buses aren't running in Winnipeg, should school be cancelled? Absolutely. Why? Because uh, the teachers are not should not be uh, looked upon as babysitters for your kids. If the school buses are not running, schools should be closed. And it's like the uh, bus driver said, uh, then it becomes uh, responsible uh, to the uh, mom or the dad to drive the kids to school and putting themselves uh, on the streets where the streets are closed. All right, Paulette, thank you so much for that feedback. Got a text message here from DJ, keep schools open so they can state at the end of the year they were open X amount of days. Conversation we had in the newsroom, right? You have to have 200 days of school. So is this plain and simply a part of fulfilling those 200 days so they don't have to make up those days at the end of school? It's got nothing to do with kids actually attending. That's a text message at 780-6868. We have a note here on a crash. Just pulling that up now. Accident at St. James in Dublin, I think. Yes, St. James at Dublin, right in the middle of the intersection. Emergency crews are on scene. Got another one as well. Left lane closed southbound Route 90, just south of the perimeter. There's a tow truck clearing away a stuck van. John is at 204-780-6868. Hey, John, uh, should school be cancelled if buses are not running? It should be closed. Due to the, the safety issues, especially driving in this city, when the city hasn't even bothered clearing the snow yet, Like all you have to do is just drive the side streets and you know you're going to get you're probably going to get stuck, and you know what? You're adding more to it because now you got to wait for CAA or a tow truck to come pick you up. Yeah, and most of those schools are on side streets, right, uh, John? And yeah. that's that's part of the problem I have with this. You're adding extra strain already on already clogged streets that are not working effectively at 100% capacity. You're going to put all these extra cars on the side streets. All it, all it takes is one to get stuck, and it gums up the entire works. Exactly. Um, like I've seen very little snow removal units uh, out here right now, uh, like for snow plows. I, I'm on Route 90 right now tr- trying to make my way to MPI, and uh, I've seen two the whole time I've been out here. Well, okay, so well, it, you're talking about plows? It, yeah, well, like if, if the plows aren't even on the major roads, what makes you think you're going to get down a side street? Well, the, for so just so you know, John, they they are out. The plows have been out all night and all morning. They're they're working, um, but there are many streets in Winnipeg. So just because you haven't seen one in your immediate drive doesn't mean the plows aren't out. Oh no, I, I'm on I'm on Route 90 right now. I, I've seen two so far, and that's it. Like out, I, I had to uh, I was on Portage making my way to to Route 90 to MPI. That's all I've seen so far. All right. Okay. Hey, John. No, that's good. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. We are going to get an update from Manitoba Hydro in a moment. We're also going to hear from Manitoba Highways to find out what the situation is. But first, we're going to get an update from our friend and colleague from Global Television, Adriana Jung, Global Weather Specialist, joins us now live from 201 Portage Avenue. Adriana, I don't know, I'm sure that, well, you've clearly got a, a better view from where you are at uh, in the top of the building there in downtown. But from where we're looking, I don't know, about 730 I think the snow stopped here, and now it's coming down relentless again. 
That's very interesting because from the 30th floor over here at 201 Portage, you can barely see anything outside. It's almost a blanket of white. And even our windows up here on the 30th floor are covered with ice and snow. So we've been hit pretty hard this morning as well. But you're right that the snow is expected to end fairly sh uh, shortly here in Winnipeg and areas of the southeast. And that's because we're seeing some very strong winds from the east, gusting up to 60 kilometers an hour. And from the east, it's pushed this Colorado low that's been pummeling us with the snow westwards. So it looks like the snow is tapering off earlier for areas of the southeast, but it's going to hover in the southwest for quite some, a little bit longer throughout the day. But by tomorrow, things are going to clear up. The system is expected to clear overnight into tomorrow, and we'll see sunshine across the region by then as well. Brett and I were looking at the radar, Adriana. We were commenting on the fact that it looked as though this weather system was getting pushed back to the west. Does that mm -hmm. mean our friends in, in southwestern and western Manitoba and into Saskatchewan are going to get hammered again? Not again. They're just going to see that snowfall last a little bit longer than for us here in the southeast. So snowfall estimates for today could be anywhere between 5 and 15 centimeters of snow. Obviously for us here in the southeast, on the lighter side of that snowfall, so probably around 5 centimeters. But areas in the southwest, Melita, Brandon, they could see up to 15 centimeters as well as our friends in Saskatchewan. All right, Adriana, thank you for this. We'll keep an eye on the radar. We'll keep in touch with you and, of course, Mike Conkin later on this afternoon on the news with Richard and Julie. Thanks for everything you've done this morning. Thank you. Indeed, this afternoon it'll be Conkin time right now. It's time to check the highway situation, many Manitoba highways. Actually, you know what? Before we do that, I believe we are just getting word now from Manitoba Hydro's Anthony Coop, uh, just speaking with Behind the Glass Jerry in the control room. Thumbs up. Anthony Coop joins us once again from Manitoba Hydro. Mr. Coop, thank you for this. I know your organization very busy this morning. What is the latest on uh, the outage situation in, why don't we start with Winnipeg? Uh, thanks. Yeah, the, the latest here in Winnipeg is uh, we've got about uh, 2,600 customers out. Uh, so we've been able to, in the last hour to restore around 2,000 customers. Again, those customers are primarily in the St. Boniface, St. Fatal area, though we do have um, smaller pockets throughout the city. Actually, Anthony, we got a text message telling us that power is out at Great West Life headquarters, Osborne and Broadway. I don't know if that, if you get that specific of information, but that's obviously a big one. Yes. No, I haven't heard that, but that would be a big one for sure. And then across the province, obviously, snow continues to fall uh, over a great part of the western part of Manitoba. Uh, mm -hmm. Brandon still with almost 1,300 outages, 8,550 overall. What are your, what, what's the biggest challenge today for those that are hearing you on our station for the first time this morning? You know, our, our biggest challenge is travel. Um, obviously, particularly outside of the city, uh, travel for our crews to get to where the work needs to be done to get the power back on is tricky. Uh, you know, lots of snow on the roads, a lot of the highways are closed, um, and poor visibility as well. So we're just asking for folks to be patient, trust that we are, uh, we're working as quickly as we can and as safely as we can to get the power back on for them. Um, but also, if, uh, if they are out, uh, we do ask people to continue to report them that those outages online. Uh, that information is uh, vital for us to be able to locate um, those outages and speed our response. 
Hydro.mb.ca is the website. Uh, there are 8,500 outages, or pardon me, customers affected. There are 360 outages right now. And Anthony, how many staff have you had to mobilize and, and dispatch into the wilderness, so to speak, to mm-hmm. take care of this? You know, I don't actually have uh, staff numbers at this point. I know we've set up centers both in Brandon and here in Winnipeg to uh, stage our response, so to coordinate, bring in the, all the crews that we can and coordinate their uh, um, their response to the outage, but I don't have the exact numbers of staffing at you're, this point. And you're also uh, excellent on uh, the social media as well, Andrew, and we appreciate that. Ma- at Manitoba Hydro on Twitter, uh, very definitely uh, keeping things up to date on the Twitter front as mm-hmm. well. All right. Do our best. Yep. Anthony Coop, thank you very much for this. We appreciate it. All right, sir? All right. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Anthony Coop with Manitoba Hydro joining us live on 680 CJOB. Many Manitoba highways still closed, including the Trans-Canada from Winnipeg to Portage, La Prairie, and 75 from the city to the U.S. Oh, hang on a second. Pardon me. I believe that that uh, is, is the Trans-Canada now closed from Winnipeg to Portage. Forgive my being caught off guard on that. I believe I'm just refreshing uh, the map here, Brett. So give me a second here. And I was under the impression that early earlier today it was Headingly to Portage La Prairie. And uh, but now it looks like it might be closed all the way from Winnipeg. Yeah, it is. Winnipeg city limit all the way to Portage La Prairie. Highway one is closed. OK, very good. So Trans-Canada closed from Winnipeg to Portage 75 from the city to the U.S. border. We have the full list at CJOB. Now, even if highways are open, highway spokesperson Derek Trainer says they are not in good condition. We had our uh, spreaders out at first when the, it first started snowing uh, last evening, and then we switched to our truck plows around midnight when it started to get a heavier accumulation. The majority of the streets have had one pass, and we will be redoing the, that today during our, our assessment. They'll be going down with the truck plows later today. So pardon me, that was Cheryl Anderson, the acting manager of streets maintenance. She says they had plows out all night starting on the main routes. So that was what she was explaining there. Uh, It's been a slow drive in the city today. Lots of fender benders. We've seen multiple transit buses get stuck. And we also heard uh, from highways, uh, Derek Trainer. Let's see if uh, this is that clip. Pretty much every highway, if it is open, is is still covered. Uh, And in some cases, uh, visibility is uh, reduced or poor with, uh, with some of that blowing uh, blowing snow. CAA Manitoba says they're getting lots of stuck calls. We are hearing it and seeing it in our text lines and our email. Liz Kulik says the snow is very heavy and it's weighing people down. Well, right, and it, the snow is heavy, and that's the big thing, right? If it's this much snow, but it's that light kind of snow, then it's easier for people to get out, and once they get going, it's good. But these, this is the kind of snow that if you stop or slow down, that's when you're going to get stuck. So even if you do get out of your driveway, make sure to stick to the main roads as much as possible. That'll probably... Uh, increase your chances of getting where you need to go and I mean gosh just brush off your car because what's going to happen is we're hovering around that freezing temperature right so if you've got snow on top of your car if ice forms you know between your hood and that snow it's going to turn into a big blanket of ice that could just slide off your car at any moment when you're driving so um, brush off every single part of your car I know it's still snowing but it's a good safety tip that we all really should be thinking about. Yeah, some outstanding advice there from Liz Kulik. And also we're getting lots of advice from folks uh, on text message in particular with regard to clearing off your roof, your hood, uh, your tail lights. Uh, you know, it's as important to be seen as it is to be able to see and clear off all your side windows as well. And not to mention, we had the story earlier in the winter, Brett, the city has changed a lot of its traffic signals to LED 
lights. They do not burn as bright or as hot as our traditional light bulbs did. And so there are many traffic signals in the city where the snow has stuck to the face Mm. of the traffic signal. So you may be approaching a controlled intersection and uh, believe that the uh, lights are out altogether. So uh, be cautious there. If you're anticipating a traffic signal, chances are the snow is just stuck to the face of that and you just got to pay some extra attention. Brett McGarry and Greg Mackling with you on this decidedly uh, unique Monday morning. And the question of the day at cjob.com, which is for credit aid, helping Manitobans get out of debt since 1992. Visit creditaid.ca or call 204-987-6890. If school buses aren't running in Winnipeg, should school be cancelled? Dan is at 204-780-6868. Dan, what do you think? Well, I graduated uh, recently, five years ago, and I can honestly remember having a class of 30 on a school day where the buses were canceled, only having four students left in class because everyone else couldn't make it to the actual school because they were reliant on their parents, their parents would go to work. So in my regard, especially in high school, if school buses are canceled, uh, school should be canceled as well because those students are now being left behind, if that makes sense. So uh, because they are old enough to stay home, they just stayed home. Exactly. Okay. What about for for kids in uh, grade school who can't stay home and maybe mom and dad don't have daycare? Well, for me, I actually, um, throughout grades, I think four to eight, I walked to school. And that's like a 20-minute walk from my house. And I can remember showing up, and I was still a half hour late because I'm trucking through the snow. And it's, it's not the easiest situation trying to, you know, get yourself motivated to go out in the cold, get there. And then by the time you're there, you're already late for classes, right? Like, I, I, never, I never had the lucky, uh, the fortune of taking the bus, so I never actually got that experience. But if my students and peers aren't be able to take the bus, Why am I walking in this weather if the buses aren't even safe? Am I safe on the roads themselves? Dan, thank you for that comment. You can call us if you're listening, 204-780-6868. Should school buses, if school buses are running in Winnipeg, should school be canceled? And we got a text here from somebody who is close to uh, Winnipeg 1 school division saying... Mm, maybe they kind of agree with Dan. <laughs> Please don't mention my name. Attendance is poor today. Half the staff is not in. These end up being non-productive days. And that's uh, kind of the consensus uh, that we're getting right now. And someone else said, well, only 10 to 20% of students actually take the bus at some schools. It, I think the, the question is, should that be the barometer for schools to be cancelled. My buddy Cleve, who uh, texts and calls uh, whenever he can, says, uh, GMAC, I walked 10 kilometers uphill against the wind (laughs) and I never had a snow day. Make them go to school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the question of the day at cjob.com. If school buses aren't running in Winnipeg, should school be cancelled? Now, we have... uh, we, we, we heard a clip earlier from Dan, and we're going to use that as kind of a segue into a further conversation in a moment. But I want to quickly play first. This was Shirley's reaction. Definitely. We don't have the best drivers in Manitoba, so they certainly shouldn't be going out in this kind of weather. I'm all for closing them. Now, and I also recorded a call with Adam, who was first responding. We spoke with a guy named John who had been out on the road. He said he had been on Portage Avenue and then Route 90. He was heading towards the MPI compound on Route 90. And he said that he had only seen two plows, 
while he was driving, insinuating that the city is not doing enough to plow. Uh, Greg and I have kind of countered that. We both saw plows on our way in this morning. They're out there. There are just a lot of streets in the city of Winnipeg that they need to tackle. So, And it, this, there's a lot of snow that's falling. So it might look like a road hasn't been plowed, but chances are it already was plowed right. a few hours ago. So this is what Adam had to say in response to John. So to address John's concerns, uh, you should have just told him what really happens with the city. The city will not uh, will only send out enough plows just to do the main main streets uh, when it's still snowing, and then they'll send them out after. Otherwise, it's a waste of money, you know, taxpayers' money to go out and do all the streets right now. You got to wait for tomorrow, maybe once the snow stops. The second thing is, I understand about the school closing. Technically, probably should be closed in this day and age, but. All I remember is when I went to school, nobody drove us. We walked. And for those people who say, well, my kids got to go to a school like that's far away. Well, that was your decision to not send them to a catchment school close in your area. Okay. So, schools should not be closed, to be honest with you. That is Adam. You can call, and you can call us at 204-780-6868. If school buses aren't running in Winnipeg, should school be canceled? Greg, I want to get your reaction to uh, what he had to say in a moment. I just want to quickly read this. This is uh, from the Winnipeg Regional Health Authority, which says that home care services may be delayed due to weather. Weather conditions today mean that community health services, especially home care services, may be delayed or cancelled today. Clients who need urgent care will be prioritized. Also, we had some uh, highways reopen. Uh, Highway 3 from Carmen to Morden reopen. Highway 13 from Carmen to Elm Creek. Highway 23 from Highway 3 to uh, Highway 336. Highway 428 from Winkler to Roland. And Highway 432 from Morden to Highway 23. Highway 3 sounds like uh, I could go play golf in Carmen, and then I could take Highway 3 up to Morden and go golfing in Minnewasta. That's something you, I'll have to do, hopefully, in uh, maybe a month. Yeah, and if you just feel the need to drive, maybe just drive Highway 3, just in a circle. <laughs> just, you know, if you feel the need to drive. Um, you know, the whole conversation around it, whether or not schools should be closed. Uh, closed uh, who was that last caller that we heard from? Adam. Adam, you know, great point with regard to catchment schools. Things have changed so much since we were kids, right? You went to the school that was down the street from you, unless you went to French immersion. Yep. Then there might be a different provision in school busing and stuff. But, you know, back in the day when, when there were a shortage of students uh, in the city of Winnipeg, you were allowed to go to any high school you wanted to. Oh, uh, in your school division, as long as you were in a certain school division. Well, now we've kind of flipped around. And now that uh, the population is growing again, uh, the opportunities to go to different schools outside of your, what they call your catchment area, have been reduced. So, you know, there are a little bit, of, uh, there are a few different factors at play in terms of getting your, your kids to school. But I, I think in terms of keeping people off the road, and people needlessly going places when you have no school buses, that should kind of be the wink to everybody to say, you know what, just don't come to school today. I understand you got to get your 200 days in every year, and I think that might be part of this. We are sending out some messages. We're asking some questions. What does it take for schools to be closed? We're also getting text messages from educators, one educator in particular, who says, hey, half the staff isn't here today. There are very few students here, basically a waste of a day. And then a text message from a mom who says, my son, Craig 10, Winnipeg 1, just text and say, I'm coming home after English. No one's here. Ground me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Defiance. <laughs> Defiance, right? <laughs> and so, I mean, kids don't want their time wasted either, right? Uh, and, you know, th- this, is, this is a question. I think that's almost unique to Winnipeg because we are so defiant here in terms of the weather. We, uh, our airport hardly ever closes. When was the last time the city shut down? Was it 1997? Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it was. Yeah, that so was a big one. So what are we one. going on, 30 years here since the city was actually, no, no, that's bad math, 21 years since the city was actually closed because of a snowstorm? I mean, uh, we are we are super tough here. Uh, sometimes I wonder if we're a little bit thick-headed too because uh, uh, sometimes it just makes sense just to shut her down. Isaac is at 204-780-6868. Hey, Isaac, what do you think? Should uh, If school buses are running, should clo- schools be closed? Yeah, if they're not running, I agree they shouldn't be closed. I think at this point it's just a safety issue. I've been driving around all morning, and uh, I don't know how many crashes. I've almost seen people going right through lights, right, because they're all they're covered with snow. The lights. Yeah. And uh, I think if you're taking the cool, uh, taking your kids to school outside the catchment areas, which a lot of parents do. I'm an older brother. I have to take my three little sisters to school outside the catchment area. Just uh, that's our situation. And I'm honestly scared just because of how people are driving this morning. And what is one day in a place like Winnipeg to call it a snow day once in a while? I don't know. Yeah. When I was a kid, uh, we had snow days. And it just seems so infrequent. And you, you look south of the line into the United States, Minnesota, North Dakota. Uh, it feels as though they've got snow days, uh, you know, whenever there's any oh, sort yeah. of. They have, a, they have a, an inch, right? And they call it a snow day. Or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, hey, Isaac. Thanks, Isaac. We appreciate the the feedback. Before we take a pause here, one more text message. This is directed at Adam. Uh, Hey, Adam, people don't choose their school catchment in all cases. My son buses 3.5 kilometers to school because the one closest to us is full, not our choice. We appreciate all the feedback we've received on what has been a very busy Winnipeg weather Southern Manitoba winter, although we're hearing everything east of, what is it, northeast of Highway 44? Didn't get any snow at all. Back to Bonnie, Grand Beach, barely a, uh, do they call it a skiff of snow? Barely anything whatsoever. And uh, somebody said, yeah, we're in Lactabonny. Um We didn't get any snow and the uh, schools were still canceled. <laughs> I'm Brett, he's Greg, behind the glass, Jerry, Shanley Vidal. Thanks for all the great work this morning. And thank you for listening to CJOB. And then-